0: here yeah. yeah. Pro Fan Sports Podcast. Let's get it. Pro Fan. Tune into the program. Yeah. Every single week, get the dope, fam. Sean on the mic, Barry Fly too. You know Keep you updated, That's what we do. Yeah, Pro yeah. Fan. Tune into the program. Pro Fan. Tune into the program. Pro Fan. Hey. Tune into the program. Every, Every single week, get the dope, fam. fam. Yo, yo, what it do, everybody? It's your boy, John Altador, Pro Fan Sports Podcast, where the fans of pros go back at you with my boys, Vlad and Barry. Good, geez. What up, what up, what up? Hey, what's going
1: on, everybody? What's up? Uh, we're here, Pro Fan Sports Podcast. Excited, and as always, uh, be here and ready for another great episode. Uh, so let's get to it. We're on to episode six, the big six-o.
0: Episode 60. You know what? I Dude, I didn't even think of anybody. Like who, Who's the number 60 jersey? That's a... That's yeah, an odd number. Was- I thought that, but then I'm like, is he 62 or is he 60?
1: No, he is 60 because I'm um, Joe Tooney, 62.
0: Okay, that's what it was.
1: So yeah, we got him, and then we got um a Hall of Fame quarterback, uh Otto Graham, a quarterback he with number 60 days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This was when the league was, you know, much more flexible with the number, mm-hmm. uh, and you know, and yeah, you guys, you can clearly see by a quarterback wearing number 60. Um, and then we also have. Uh, Jose Diro, who was a goaltender for the Montreal Canadiens.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, there needs yeah. to be like some more '60s making noise out there because I don't know any. Well, other than David Andrew, I, I don't know those guys. Right, I mean, right, I know yeah. Otto Graham, but like I don't know him. You know what I'm saying? Never seen him play. Right,
1: like right. There. Yeah, and then um, then another one would be I don't know if you guys remember him. This one is uh, the Brooklyn Shaw Ferguson he used to play yeah. for the Jets. He was an yep. offensive lineman. Big he dude. He was yeah, right, right. Mm-hmm. He was a big dude, fat. Yeah. So he was number sixty as well. Um, yeah. No, that's a bit of a quiet. Number, not too many 60s out there. Right, right. So, and that was a tough number for me to come up with. I couldn't really find any, you know, many notable, you know, guys to, you know, who are the numbers. Usually I have them at the top of
0: my head. But I, I didn't have anybody this time.
1: Yeah, no, this was a tough one to, mm-hmm. to come up with this week. For sure, it's a tough number. But, you know, some
2: of them are like that. It'd be like that time. So. The, one guy yeah, was, the one guy I was thinking about was Dan Copin, but he was 67. I thought, yeah. I, yeah. He's like, usually
0: an offensive lineman or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, I mean, this year it could be like eight. You know, an offensive lineman could be whatever number they choose, I guess, right? Because they got the new regulation in the NFL.
1: Oh yeah, right. Where the numbers are much more, you know, flexible. He yeah. can pretty much pick any number. Right, right. So yeah, like that more. kid, um,
0: uh J-, uh, J. C. Horn. He's gonna wear number eight for Kobe for uh, Carolina Panthers. Oh, the right,
1: that's dope. Right, right, yeah. right. That's awesome. I didn't even know that. That's that's really cool. Good for him that he's honoring the great and late uh, Kobe Bryant in that way. Yeah, and I'm he, sure you're gonna see a lot of corners where. I'm single-digit, so yeah, I'm not surprised uh, about that, but good for him that
0: he's doing that. So, on to episode 60 we go, man. Episode 60, it's kinda crazy saying that, man, Right? 60 episodes times episodes are fly, yeah. we, 60 times, man. You know, I so, know, unbelievable. Um, on to it, man. Before we start the episode, man, please don't forget to subscribe to the channel. If you're watching right now, please click the subscribe button and push the bell notification so you get notified every time we drop a video. All right, please follow us on social media We're on Instagram, Profans underscore sports we're on Twitter uh, at Profan Sports on Facebook.com slash Profan Sports. And of course, YouTube.com slash Profan Sports episodes drop on Tuesdays. Be on the lookout. Any uh, podcast platform, you type us in, you'll find us in there. And um, that's on Tuesday. So every Wednesday, an episodes drop on, on YouTube. So be on the lookout for that. It's always going to get into the NBA, NFL, MLB, NHL. Talk about some of the local teams, of course. Uh, let's get to it, man. Some some NBA news. Uh, you know, I think, you know, two of the most storied franchises in the league, right? They're, they're, they haven't been doing so well. Both of them are currently at uh, the number 17. I'm talking about the Lakers and the Celtics, right? But I feel like the Lakers are even more surprising than, um, than the Celtics, you know? You know, they got the LeBron James, uh, Anthony Davis, um, and they got mm-hmm. other really good pieces as well.
2: And they're also the defending champions. The right, defending absolutely. champions,
0: you know, um, they've been hit by injury, you know, um, to to their biggest names, you know, in LeBron James and Anthony Davis. But at the same time, number seven, like, should should those guys be worried? Like, you guys think they they, they could survive uh, a play-in tournament? Because right now, seven seed puts them in there.
2: Well, of course they can survive it. The thing with the play the 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 play-in tournament is that. You never know. You could this. This could be the day that you have a bad game. You know what I mean. So I mean, anybody can su- survive it, but you just don't want to have a bad game for for those games. What is it? Two game, two games, and then three games. Two out of two out of three is that is that what it is? So I think it's for the plan. It's pretty much um. though the highest seed,
1: so the seven and nine seeds, they just have to win one game out of yep. the two. But the lowest seeds have. To win two games in okay. order to okay, okay. Uh, you know go to
2: the next round. So, so right, the, right. the Lakers will have to win one game. So, if that's the game, if they play, if they play a bad game in that game, you know what I mean, and and then the other team gets momentum because sometimes it's momentum, right? If one team right. has mm-hmm. better yep. momentum during that period, that's that's why you just don't want to be in the playing tournament at all, right? Because right, facts. you could have a bad game and then boom,
0: that's it. I mean, keep in mind that, you know, there's a there's a week of basketball left, so they might not even be in this seed. But right now, you know, and the way they've been playing doesn't really indicate that, you know, they can make like a, a crazy push on it. They could very well end up and stay in that seat right there. Um, so I think that's a little uh, concerning for them for sure, because LeBron James came back. Uh, he injured his ankle after two games, right, returning. Um, he possibly will be out for another week. So. You know, that that's not good for them. You know, that's gonna I be an know, issue. Another
2: week though, it'll be the well, end I, of the regular season. Well, I, think, yeah. I think them. I think he should yeah. be back Tuesday or Wednesday, they mm-hmm. were saying. So this was oh, a okay. Wednesday coming up.
0: Yeah, did you guys hear that? He said that, you know, his uh what is it, his ankle uh will not will never be the same again or something like that? Yeah, it'll I think it'll he was be 100%. talking about right he'll right never 11,
1: be 100%, 100% again for the rest of his career for, for his career or the yeah, season he said cause... he said no i think he said career i think he said he doesn't ever think he'll get back to being 100% uh, again like I, i'm pretty much assuming that when he says like ever again that it's pretty much for the rest of his uh you know career since he doesn't have um you know much uh, time left in his career um so th- that's how i you know how i took it and you know and what we'll, and thought what he meant by saying that uh, that statement. But uh, you know, I'm definitely very concerned about the Lakers and all, you know, Lakers fans should definitely be uh, extremely concerned and worried about this team right now. It's been a while that they've been struggling and not playing well in good basketball. I get that, you know, their top two players and, you know, most of their team has had, you know, hit the injury bug pretty hard. Uh, but, you know, even With that, you know, the guys that have, you know, been played and haven't been injured, haven't stepped up and played well and, you know, been able to hold down the fort for, you know, LeBron and AD to be able to, you know, to get healthy. So now they're in a really tough position, you know, and trying to, you know, get, you know, top six seed and stay out of the playing tournament. Uh, But I I wouldn't be surprised if they end up playing in the playing tournament and they better be careful because you don't want to play Golden State and Steph Curry right now in the play right. tournament if you have to. So, like I said, you know, they got together real soon.
0: They got at least a week left, you know, um, to, to correct the ship. Um, yeah. But also, you know, after missing, you know, two months due to injury, Anthony Davis, he suffered a back. Uh, he suffered back spasm against the Clippers, um, but then he returned against the Trailblazers. So, you know, um, it, it's just injury bug, man. It's hit a lot of teams uh, this year, especially. Um, but in some good news in the, you know, for, for a guy that's been talked down about, you know, I don't know the reason. I mean, we all know the reason why, but I'm talking about Russell Westbrook. He's not tied with uh, Oscar Robertson for triple doubles in their careers, you know, um, with 181. And I think he has, like, five games left. So right. he, he could
1: definitely surpass that. I'm sure he will. Yeah. Right. Uh, um, good for him.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think uh somebody said that he was probably the most athletic person that's ever played the game. you guys believe in that? Well,
2: I mean, I... It's almost like, I mean, I, I don't care, but also like he can, be, he, he might as well be. I mean, 180, 181 triple doubles, that's amazing. And he's, it's not like he's at the end of his career. He has a good amount of years left. So he, by the time he's done, he might have 200, 250. I mean, it sounds like a lot, but he already has 180, you know what I mean? So he he might add 20, 50 more to that. So, um, It's an amazing accomplishment, doesn't mean. I just like it. Oscar Robinson is not regarded as the greatest player to ever play basketball. He's regarded as one of the – a great player with great stats, but, you know, it's all about winning, man, and that boy hasn't won. I mean,
1: I would say he's the most athletic point guy to play the game, but I don't think he's the most athletic player to, you know yeah. to, to ever play the game. But certainly, as far as, you know, guys that have played the – point guard position uh, you know in NBA history he's you know certainly the most athletic without question and I mean it is an incredible um, you know and a remark- remarkable accomplishment to get those you know triple double to be able to fill up the stat sheet that consistently um, you know throughout his career but you know at the same time as great as that you know is and stuff and as much as that is going to help his case get into, you know, the Hall of Fame when it's all said and done and, you know, his career's over and he retires, uh, you, you know, it, it's not, you know, people are just going to look down at him and say that, yeah, it was nice you put up all those numbers, you know, you balled out and did your thing, but you didn't, you know, win anything, uh, you know, only made one NBA finals, you know, appearance, you know, in your career to this point. So and it's definitely a little, you know, disappointing of a, Career for you know Westbrook in terms of you know team success and you know and, and winning in the playoffs, but I mean for as far as individual accomplishment, uh, you know he's certainly up there, you know, on the top of the list, you know, with this generation of players. So definitely shout out to Russell Westbrook on accomplishing that feat, because it's, it's certainly impressive, and not too many guys. You know, I, you know, are capable of doing something like that, you know, that have played in the NBA.
0: I think I made a point one um, earlier on in the year where I said that, uh, you know, oh, he should go to like a, a contender and come off the bench. And you got no, for that, y'all. Like, no, nah, no. You know, so I apologize. What he's doing is, is, is pretty amazing. You know what I'm saying? I think a lot of people complain about, you know, him um, padding the stats and, you know, he goes, it's like, man. Like you said, if everybody could do it, you would do it, you know, and I think he definitely has an argument for, you know, probably being one of the most athletic, you know, one of the most explosive athletes of all time in the NBA because that boy, when he takes that rock and he, you know, he got that full um, head of steam man. you know, he can get through anybody and he's not like the biggest guy in the court. You know, I think that's why kind of, like, elevates him to be, you know, at the top there, one of the most athletic I've ever seen. You know, um, some of these guys wish they could have that. Real. It's like, if you have him on Fantasy right now, you're you're loving everything Ooh, about him because he's, he's getting pretty. you. You
1: are chilling, right, right. Boy, he is wow.
0: getting you points after points on a nightly basis, man. So, Facts, for you know, real. You shout out to Broby, man. For sure. For and sure. I think
1: another person I'd probably say is just, as athletic if not more athletic in the point guard position is um, Derrick Rose when he was young.
0: Yeah, uh, rookie until until he you know well, even blew his, out his knees and stuff. that he had
1: and stuff when you know he was really um you know he he was a really good player with the Bulls and he was at his you know his peak. I think that so that certainly matches Westbrook you know as far as athleticism. So but yeah, I think other than that, I think he he I, I did it for really a couple years. Else. He did yeah, it for a couple did.
0: years. You know, Westbrook's been doing it pretty much like. His he's whole career, right? right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right off and the bat, right, right? I don't think uh, uh Rose could average double digits in rebounds ever. You know? No, in his no, career. I'm
1: not saying that. I'm just saying in no, no, terms I know. of athleticism, right?
0: Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Um. But I mean, he he deserves all the respect he's gonna get, man, for everything. Um. Another no, guy, you know, sure. that we thought his career was over. Um. You know, at some point, I think he thought his career was over, he got he got a little life in the Trailblazers. Carmelo Anthony. He moved into the ten all-time scoring list number 10 you know which wow, is that's um, awesome yeah I'm, i think that's amazing man and i think oh, it is, that's for sure no doubt shout out to carmelo man because big shout know,
1: out to carmelo anthony
0: i think they tried to do him dirty and stuck to his guns somebody gave him a chance to look back so shout out to him uh, right,
1: right. and shout out to Portland, for giving him a chance and an opportunity to get back in the league and redeem himself and you know end his career the, the right way like you know a great uh, you know, playing this league should end it. So, uh, yeah, I, I think no, he got a couple he's...
0: more years, man. Like, For sure. I think he Absolutely. definitely has a couple more years. You know, the way he's cool. been playing. I, mean, I, think... I don't know.
1: He's getting up there in age, though. He's going to be 37 right. at the end of the month, but. I mean, I think but he could play for another year. I don't know another years. I'm not so sure, but I mean, who knows? Not? I I don't know if he has that much left in the in the tank, and I'm not sure if you know Portland's going to you know sign him for that long either. They may give him one more, uh, you know, one year deal, but I'm not sure if you know a team's going to give him like a two year deal. Um, even though I could see maybe a two year deal with um you know second year a team option or you know, partially a non gang And then also it's been hearing things that, like, it's not, you know, certain how long Damian Lillard's going to be there as, as well. going to be there. I know he signed that, you know, Supermax deal, um, you know, just recently. But, you know, there have been some rumblings that he could possibly, um, you know, he could be leaving and go somewhere else to another team um and, and, and stuff. So I think that will also be a big factor. i sure Damian Lillard's not there then. You know, Carmelo's not probably want to, you know, not gonna want to go back there. So I mean, we'll see what happens. We'll see how long he can play for. He may be able to play for a couple of years, Um, but uh yeah, I'm not sure if he'll be able to last that long. So we'll see what happens. Yeah,
0: I think if Udonis has to still be playing somewhere, Carmelo is no doing. I mean, Vince he's Carter. He's not playing
1: though. He's just sitting on I defense. know he's
0: not playing, but I'm saying like. uh, Carmelo has taken on a role right now you know I'm saying he's doing very well you know so I I can see him taking a role you know a a specific role on on some team to do something we'll see how that happens man um but he's still looking good out there uh absolutely that's not looking too good right now is uh Zion Williamson he fractured his left ring finger um and he'll be sidelined for the rest of the season so I mean we got a week left you know um it is what it is I think with that. he's done I for he, the season, honestly. As yeah, yeah.
1: much as I hate to say it, I hope he comes back. He's probably yeah. going to be done
0: for the year. One person that should be coming back, though, is James Harden. You know, he's ramping things up in practice, and um, he should be coming back sometime in the near future. Uh, Luca Doncic. Doncic, Doncic, Doncic. How you guys say Doncic. Doncic. Doncic? You said it right. Yeah. Donc- no, I mean, Doncic. you know, I, I I hear different things, you know, with different accents, you know, so you know, I'm never sure. But he reached five thousand points. Um, he's already reached five thousand. He's amongst the most fastest to a a reset out of the current players he's doing things man he might not look as athletic as everybody else but more savvy than a lot of people uh mike budenholzer we probably was coming uh the bucks coach you know if the bucks don't make a deep playoff run he probably probably be fired from milwaukee and i think that's only, that's only right because the guy's been there he's got no ch- chance it's just that time um no, that, for sure absolutely the nba g league um uh, will have a, a team in mexico I believe in the two thousand twenty and 2022. So there's gonna be a G League in Mexico, and um, they're calling it the Capitans. I I hope that's how you pronounce it. No, it's well C- it's uh the Capitanes.
2: Yes, it's Capitanes, and the team already existed. They play. They that team plays in the Mexican uh, basketball league already. Um, oh yeah, so they're
0: gonna make it a G League. They're
2: just taking it over. They just they're just gonna be part of the G League for that season, mm. but that team
0: plays already. they're Already. So for you saying for that season, like it's just like an exhibition thing. We'll I don't know. No, I, I think. There. I think for now, the for now on, they're gonna be part of the G League, part of G League, like yeah. you know, like a farm system kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. That'd be kind of nice to get, you know, more more foreign players. I I actually like the foreign plays when they come in and do well in the league and stuff like that in their country. Um, and then uh, you know, I think the more fascinating news: the Nets had lost four straight games until uh, they won last night in a comeback against the Nuggets. Uh, they were a half a game. Above the Bucks for the second seed. I don't know what what the seeds are right now, but they're back in the winning column. Um, they had to make a big comeback for them. Yeah. No, that. was uh, a we- huge
1: win for them too, for sure. They they definitely needed that um that, that that win to get back on track, back in the win column, and a good quality win against the Denver Nuggets team, one of the top in the West. Um, certainly good for for the for the Nets. So hopefully they can. Continue that, you know, playing that well moving forward. Hopefully
0: not. I don't, I don't care if they do. Um, well, hopefully Jay- that in, in their case,
1: right, <laughs> right. No, not, right. not for, for us because we're not Jets yeah. fans. But mm-hmm. for their sake and you know, you know, for, you know, for, you know, for their team, that that's what I was trying to say behind. So yeah we'll, we'll, yeah, we'll see what happens with that with how they do the rest of the season and uh, once the playoffs come around.
0: Let's let's move on to the Celtics, man. Um, some Celtics news: Jalen Brown, he's out injured. He got a knee issue. And um I think there's you know, there's uh there should be concern there. Cause you know, he's missing pretty big games like today's game against the heat on Sunday, on Mother's Day, he's gonna be missing that. So that that pretty much tells you that you know, maybe he's dealing with something a lot a little worse than what they're trying to say.
2: How did we forget to say happy mother's day to all the mothers out there? Yo that's true. Oh that's man. crazy. That's wow, what I'm are gonna, we doing? I'm gonna blame We're not doing you. our jobs, I'm, guys. I'm gonna oh, blame that I'm gonna blame that on Barry. Because Barry is usually the one to say to say those things. <laughs> yeah, I, I guess I could.
1: I know I probably should have mentioned that. No, thought, I'm, I'm joking. We...
2: It's all of us. All of, none of us remember.
0: You know what? Barry actually hit me up last night. He's like, Yeah, we gotta we gotta say happy Mother's Day. Um you know, to all the mothers out there after our call. So I think we, we were just just eager to get into the episode. And, and you know, well, we, we got Mother's Day planned. So we're thinking about, yo, let's do this episode so we can go enjoy your moms and stuff like that. Yeah, so, yeah. you know, happy Mother's Day, man, for sure. You know, yes, happy absolutely. Mother's Day to all the mothers. Right, no, right. You, you, yeah, you got that, man.
1: Absolutely. No, good, yeah. good call, that Good catch, for sure. No, they're definitely all the mothers out there. We appreciate you, especially our moms. So happy Mother's Day to all the great, you know, moms that you know hold us down and uh you know and brought us into this world. So you know, what you do guys you guys got planned? You guys, oh, for as far as Mother's Day plan, uh, yeah, I'm I'm gonna go up in you know my mom at my family's house to spend some time with my mom, got her some gifts. Um, mask. Yeah, I will. I will. I, I'm I'm sure definitely gotta have the mask on around mom, but but for, for sure, right? Gotta make sure mom is you know safe and healthy and protected as well as the rest of the family so you know definitely i'll be masked up and, and and make sure i have that on deck without a doubt so but i'm looking forward to uh you know seeing the mom and the family uh, later today once we're you know done recording the podcast anything for you black? For Mother's Day
2: plans, um, I woke up this morning. I made her breakfast, bought her some flowers. Before the podcast, I was just cooking dinner. The dinner is until so right now. Sky. Once we're done here, we eat and yeah, butter cake. We'll cut the cake later tonight. We had a, a a whole a whole day. I mean, we usually go out to eat, but since the pandemic and all, she's
0: not really excited to do that. But we celebrate Yeah, that's nice, awesome, man. That's this great, glad guy, This guy's a domesticated man, dude. Never-
1: <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, versatile guy, right?
0: That's what's up, man. Right, guy um, with
1: many talents. Good for you, man. That,
0: that's awesome. Yeah, man. Um, you know, I got the gifts. Uh, my daughter and I, we arts and crafts, and painting, stuff like that. We're gonna go out for some dinner and call it a day. But um, you know, Happy Mother's Day from the Pro Fan Sports Crew to all the moms out there, especially the ones that uh, listen to us, like. Rita yes, and, and Kim, you know, in Canada. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so yes, Big shout out to Kim.
1: That's my home girl right there. Right, right. There you go, man. So, no, big right?
0: supporters of us.
1: Yeah, for sure. Uh, absolutely. So, get
0: no, we back appreciate into, you guys. Yeah. Let's yeah, get we, back into uh, the we, Celtics news. You we
2: were, were talking about Jalen Brown and how he's missing so many games. Yeah,
0: he, with the knee, man.
2: And, um, you know, a couple, maybe a couple, two. Well, I heard
1: it's an ankle sprain now that his latest injury was oh, Okay, uh, it, 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 They listed it as a. Uh, High, um, yeah, red-high ankle sprain. Okay. So, I don't know, you know. So it, he it multiple like injuries, because now he has, right, knee, right. has an ankle, has a shoulder. He has I, a I think they've been messing going.
0: with the information they tell him, to be honest. Because the other right. day I saw Anthony Davis fall down and grab his ankle, and then they're like, oh, back spasms. I'm like, I ain't see him holding his back, though. <laughs> right, you know what I mean? Right. It's like.
1: Exactly. We're... That doesn't make sense. Exactly. <laughs> like, that doesn't what? really, like, match up with the, what the actual injury should be. Or how he right. actually got injured, right? Right. But, but you I know, think it that it ankle one makes sense because I'm sure you guys remember him bumping into Jason Tatum at the end of the Blazers yeah. game, and uh, you know, and they, you know, both hit you know each other's legs and stuff. So I'm sure his ankle probably like rolled and you know and got twisted when uh, he had that collision with JT. Mm-hmm. So I mean, that makes sense. But I definitely hear your point, John. That some of these
0: injuries, are they, just like ridiculous. Kevin Durant, <laughs> right, right. a couple years ago, I'm like. Like, uh-huh. nah, that, you know what I mean
1: that doesn't sound right. That sounds suspect. It, it sketchy, doesn't yeah. look or
0: sound right, you know? <laughs> right, right. Um, I
1: feel it, man.
0: listen, we're not team doctors, we can't even say nothing. Um another guy that's you know often injured is uh Time Lord. He's back he's back out there and this time it's a turf toe. Um, you know, the people that don't know what that is, it's like the ligament in your toe just stuff like pretty strange. So it doesn't feel it doesn't feel good when you're running on it. It feels like a lot of players it feels like that you're running on pins and stuff when you know it's not something that a lot of people can play with out there. Um, you
2: know, oh, you, so, have ter- oh, you have turf toe, but you don't play on turf.
0: <laughs> I think that's right, just it's a medical crazy. term for it. Doesn't for make it. any sense. I
2: know <laughs> it's just no, a it's medical crazy. term for. It. I thought but, only you know, football players have you know turf
1: toe, not basketball players. Like that's, nah, I think, that's, like that's really awkward. Like basketball uh,
2: player having. It. Like John said, it's just a medical. The 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 way they refer to. That. Ah, yeah, it's just gotcha. A medical gotcha. Term. Oh,
0: okay. Yeah, man. That's what. Um, I mean,
2: hopefully, he gets back soon. You guys know if he's playing it against
1: the Heat or. Um, I don't know, I haven't heard any word as far as when he's going to be, um,
2: you know, back on the court. Yeah, I'm not quite sure either.
0: I'm I'm not sure. I'm not sure if he's playing against them, um, but right. I wouldn't be but surprised we, if he wasn't. We definitely right, need exactly. him. Right, exactly. Right, right. We I'm definitely sure. need he's him. are probably
1: going to hold him out for as long as he can to make sure that uh, he's healthy enough, you know, for the postseason
2: when that starts next week. Are you saying, Vlad? No, we just definitely need him.
0: Yeah, no, for sure, Absolutely. man. Absolutely. You know, we, Absolutely. we play different with him out there. Just on both ends of the floor, no doubt. One guy that's been playing pretty good, you know, uh, pretty much for the last couple months. He's been on a tear. Jason Tatum. Uh, he's won the Eastern Conference players for the Second Time um, in April. So, uh, congrats to him. Things out there. Uh, some past season. It's Celtics crazy
1: because, well, well, real quick, it's crazy because you know definitely that's a great accomplishment by him, and he had a great April, but yet he didn't win Eastern Conference Player of the Month, and yet he dropped 50 plus twice and. Uh, in the month of April, still didn't get player of the month,
0: yeah. From you know what but I
2: understand,
0: I I I that's interesting
1: Ju- and really weird to me. That Julius Randle had that.
0: a
2: good, good month as well. Oh, yeah, absolutely, and, absolutely. So, and so
0: did Steph Curry, you know. So, I think, I think, you know, it's, it's deserved for well, all the guys that won accolades.
2: Well, Steph Curry was gonna get it no matter who. exactly, right? That was a given. That was <laughs> that 19. was like right, right. 93 threes in one month, or 100, 96, in one month. Right, right? 96, 96 Again, that, that's 96, a lot yeah. right there. You can't that's you know there's nothing more given in he's the no-brainer than that he's the nba player of the month like forget the conferences he's right facts exactly he owned the month of april that was that that was steph curry month right there so right right
1: definitely without question was the best in in the league you know for you you know the past month or so so yeah and he still had 49 last night and 11 threes like Poof. like he doesn't look like he's cooling down anytime soon and i'm feel bad for anybody that's to play him in the playing game good luck trying to stop that guy in a one game yeah, elimination.
0: since the last uh part the celtics played three games uh they played the trailblazers they lost uh 129 to 119 they played the magics they won to 96 uh in evan fournier's first game back to orlando um and then they played the bulls the lowly bulls you know at the 11th seed and they lost that game, um, pretty handed. Looked like trash. Uh, you know, they're struggling a little bit, as I mentioned in the beginning of the the pod that they're the number seven seed right now. And you know, in two games, it could be worse. Right now, they, they are looking at the play playing um tournament. They don't win at least one in the next in the next couple. You know, um, but if they're losing these games, they're not gonna make it in So some of their upcoming games, they're playing on May 9th, Uh, you know, against the Heat, they're playing actually right now, and then they're playing the Heat again on the eleventh, two days away. And then on the 12th, on the yeah, back not, to back, they. Not right now. Not right now. It's recording. While we're recording. While we're recording, yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, on the ninth. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And then yeah. Uh, they're going to play the Heat again on the 11th. Cavaliers on the 12th. So that's a back to back. Timberwolves on the 15th. And Knicks on the 6th, which are all winnable games. But, you know, the way that these guys have been looking, it. It's not a game that can happen. For this
1: team, exactly. Like, I, I get the winnable games, but it's like these games, it seems like nothing's winnable for this team regardless of you know who the opponent is and who they're playing that night so yeah I, I know it's been you know frustrating for this team I mean I do have a bit of good news I just found out that Tamler is you know playing today against you know the, the Heat so and is in the starting lineup so that's um big I don't know if he's on a minute restriction or whatnot but at least he is on the court and uh is going to be playing for Um, The Celtics today, the the big matchup against the Miami Heat. But, uh, yeah, it's just really discouraging and, uh, you know, aggravating and maddening the way that this team has been, you know, performing this season and this past week. Uh, You know, you play well against, you know, the, the Portland Trail Blazers and you fall short and lose, play well against the Magic and blow them out and win that game. And then you lose to the lousy and, you know, terrible Chicago Bulls that, you know, is not even going to be in the playoffs. And, you uh, know, technically they're not eliminated, but you know that they're not going to make it, um, you know, most likely. So it's, uh, you know, been unfortunate to see them play so up and down and so sporadically and, you know, not, you know, play, you know, with that same energy and intensity, um, you know, game after game. Uh, so, I'm just really don't know what to think about this team right right, right now. I'm just kind of like clueless and don't like have any idea on a night to night basis which Celtics team we're going to get and, you know, and which games they're going to win because it's been just, you know, it, it, it's just been so inconsistent with this team that, you know, you, you just really don't know what to expect from them, uh, you know, night in and night out. So, hopefully they can get it together, but I'm not really putting up, you know, my hope. And you know, for the t- this team too, too much into the rest of the season.
2: Vlad, you have any thoughts on that? On the Celtics? Yeah, I mean, of course they—they're like unwatchable. They're like they don't give you no life. You know what I mean? Like I—I uh, I haven't been disin so disinterested in the season in a long time. Even the season with Kyrie, I feel as like so- though. I was still watching games. I was still excited. Like, I don't think it get... all
0: saw the potential.
2: Yeah, I don't think get excited. Absolutely, right, right. I don't even get excited anymore. It's just this team have been so inconsistent throughout the year um, that like I told you guys last week, I've almost even given up on the season. You know what I mean? And as far as us Bostonians, we just we usually don't give up on teams. We usually support our teams and expect them to at least, I don't know, make some kind of noise. But the Celtics seem as inconsistent as it is, as they are. Going into a Bulls game that they were supposed to win, they started flat and never got anything going toward that game. Um, it's it's a shame. And for a team that has multiple um uh, all stars and young guys, I mean, we should be we should be doing way better. So it's 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 been frustrating. It's been a frustrating season.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, this is why I asked you, Vlad, because you because I'm about to jump on the Vlad train. You know, when it comes to a uh, Brad Stevens, you know what I'm saying? Cause <laughs> like watching the fucking Bulls game, I'm like, there was a sequence with Taco. where He just like drew two plays where he just like lobbed it to Taco at the rim. I'm Like, why are we drawing planes for fucking Taco? You know what I'm saying? Like, um, and then. I saw Evan Fournier started the game going nuts. Yeah, he was on fire. And then second half, we don't give him nothing. You know what I'm saying? Like, we don't draw anything up for him. And then um, even Jason Tatum, it's like the guy just dropped 16. Right,
1: where was 16. he at that game? Did he even play that game? Like, he was a <laughs> Listen, factor. Like, he was He, was, he wasn't having like, a
0: good scoring game, right? Yeah, he wasn't scoring so much. But it's like there comes a point where you kind of like – you got, you got to got draw draw the guy a play to like get him started. You know what I'm saying? Like put him out there. And it's like he wasn't drawing plays for Fournier, who was going off. And then he kind of looked like he was lost a little bit. It's kind of like he's disappearing in some of these games where saw, he can't I, really find a shot.
2: I saw him screaming that game. That was the one time I saw him actually. the Brad like, Stevens? Yeah, yeah. He was well, screaming. Really? You should be screaming. Yeah, yeah. You know, because like you should. He He finally showed some emotion.
0: Yeah, he screamed that game. For once.
2: Wow.
1: Right, wow. it's like
0: you should not be losing. That That's crazy. You shouldn't be losing to a, a, a team like the Bulls, who are on win, win everything mode right now. But it's like these guys are the 11th seed, bro. You know what I mean? You need to be, you know, um, at least a 10th seed, right? And there's like a couple games left, right, and right. there's people you in front
1: ten, of y'all. You need to get play. at least
0: there. You know what I right. mean? It's like they played like it was a must-win game, and we played oh, like absolutely. we don't have any seeding complicate. I mean implications with the game, and I'm like you know, I. I don't understand it. Um, I think I'm really looking for him to like do some stuff to like impact the game, and I'm talking about Brad Stevens. Like, don't have dudes in the game like Taco when like game's clearly on the line. You know, what I mean, I like Taco and everything, but like, don't put him out there until unless we get, unless we're blowing teams out. You know, unless so we're, we're getting blown, blown out. out,
1: right? Right. He should only be playing during garbage time, exactly. And I think uh, the thing that's really starting to you know piss me off and get me upset uh, about this team is that they don't play with no sense of urgency. Like like Vlad said, they're lifeless. Like, no sense of urgency, no... They um, do it in spurts. Exactly. You know? Right, every right, now right. and then. And, and, and a short, moderate stretch is right, John. Like you said, they, they don't have that for a full 48 minutes uh, throughout the game, right? They may do it for a few minutes here and a few minutes there, but it, it's just... it's are like not going to win games like what that. Doing. Exactly. You're not successful in uh and beat anybody in this league playing like that. I don't care whether it's the Chicago Bulls or, you know, whatever, you know, trash team you are playing, you know, you still have to go out there and handle your business and, you know, and, and, and play, um, you know, Celtics basketball. They're, they're clearly not doing that. And every one of these games matters to them. It means something. So the fact that it's just they're not playing hard and they, it seems like they're taking games down um, for playing in their competition is right. absolutely astonishing. It's right. absurd, asinine. and. The fact that Brad's not holding guys accountable, you know, the that I'm playing well that he needs to be is another thing that I'm sure why you guys are frustrated with him as well as I am, too. Like, at that Spurs game, it got so bad, I was almost going to drive to the garden and give the guy right to the airport and in the middle of that game. Like, I was that much done with him that if I could, I would have gone right to the garden, pulled up. And got Brad Stevens and go drove and drove him to the airport, and Have him catch the flag to Indiana because that that, that I means this as you know, rock bottom
0: right there. All I want him to do is stop experimenting at this point of the season, of the you season, know. That you right. should you have know
1: what you have and know what your Dude,
0: rotation's going to be. Listen, don't, don't experiment, you know. What I mean, like but every we're five game matters, left, bro. And um, like, you on, know, where like you said, they play down to their competition. sometimes, it's like, bro, you're not going to play you know, the Lakers and the Clippers every night, bro. You're not going to play, you know, exactly. Steph Curry every night. You feel me? Right, Especially right. like Jason Tatum. Bro, when you play somebody like the the Bulls, it's time for you to feast and eat. Bro. Exactly. Like, it's time for you to kill, bro. You know what I mean? Like, exactly. Co- you should be cooking them. For real. Them like, the, the Thunder? Bro, you should have had bro, 70 he, points. You didn't play that you know? game against the Thunder. Right. But he i did.
1: told you, though, teams like he that, did. like teams that are, you know, that trash and that, uh you know, awful. You're right. You know what I'm saying? He should be freaking uh, like – he should be get, get, giving them work and freaking – Lights out, you know, man. Exactly. Right, right. He, he should be eating and uh, freaking – it should be barbecue Chicken as Shaq Right. Like, you know, kind of like
0: – kind of like Seth Curry did to the Thunder last night. You know what I'm right, saying? Right. That was bumping ass, him. bro. You know what I mean? He took full advantage of that and did what he had to do.
1: That's they have what nobody. players do in this league. They play really well, not only against – good teams but the bad teams as well and they take advantage of the teams that they know that are better than them and when they know that they're the best player on the court they actually play like it and that's the frustrating thing with jason tatum and it's like what i noticed i hope you guys also notice this with him that if his shots not falling and he's not scoring he's you know not really much of a fact in the game like he doesn't do other things to have an impact and effect on you know the outcome of the game he's like has his you know, head down and has like poor body language when his shots not falling, and uh, you know he's having a terrible shooting. Like yeah, that's the I, thing that I've noticed with with. Him I- I've noticed that sometimes, um, you know, this season.
0: Yeah, I've noticed that sometimes, you know, and I think it. it I think a lot of superstars actually go through this because they're just so used to like dominating the game, and you know, when it's not working, it's not working, but. You know, if you want to be that two-way superstar that you keep talking about, man, when you're not when you're not scoring like that, man, you need to be getting blocks on dudes. You need to be getting assists on dudes. Like you need right, to be setting rebounds. up other guys, right, man. Right, you know, right. setting your it, teammates exactly. up. You know, right, um, Clinton, you, facts. you have to be a, you have to be Aaron Neesmith. You know what I'm saying? If you're not, if your shots are not dropping, you know. You got to go out there, you know, with well, the enthusiasm.
2: I think that's what I've been talking about is those guys need to make that step to become great players. You know, right now, they're just shooters, they're scorers, they're great scorers, both him and Jalen Brown. But those guys haven't made the step to be a good all-around NBA player. Mm-hmm. And it's like Barry was saying, when you're not scoring, you got to find ways to make, to affect the, other ways to affect the game, either defensively or just hustling for the ball Getting blocked, getting you
1: know, I mean, you just have to affect
2: the game in that sense. Um, but um, I agree with you, John, that tackle should definitely be in the game doing garbage time. But I, I just want to highlight that play he had against
0: against um, Mo Bumba. Um, yeah, yeah that, was,
2: <laughs> oh, that was nice. That was nice. That was oh, nice. Yeah, absolutely. He put, it, he put it in between the legs. He went up. He faked. He went under, and then he scored. Yeah, Not even like four
0: moves, bro.
2: He looked like KD oh, well, I know. He looked, he looked like KD out there. I was just gonna say
1: he. Not that he looked like Kevin McHale with the up and under, since McHale used to be a you know a pro and an expert at doing up and unders. Like that was. Beautiful man,
2: like it shoot. was. It was beautiful. It was beautiful. Right, right. Hey
0: shoot. man, <laughs> yeah. when when That's... when we're up by thirty, taco, do your thing. You know what I mean. Right, right. Like, if, exactly. If we're not That's that, when it's time for you to cook. Exactly. If you're not that, have your jogging suit on. Don't even take and it off. your like, out yeah. and just listen, chill on the bench and make yourself comfortable. Listen, man, do
1: something, man. You know. <laughs> oh man, um, but you know, we'll see. One other thing on this team that I wanted to point that out. I'm sure you guys have noticed this is. They also don't know how to play through adversity. Like when things don't go their way in the, in a game and whenever like there's a bad call or like a bad play happens against them, it's like they just get down on themselves and they stop playing and they don't continue right. to keep playing the game and
0: fight through it. Yeah, it's because, you know, they're too busy, you know, blaming the refs for everything. Getting right, suspended yeah, right, complaining and screaming the refs. refs. You right, know what I mean right. instead like, of winning ballgames, right, that's listen. what they should be focused on. You're be worrying about the wrong things. I mean, either way, man, you know the Celtics got to figure this thing out, um, because the playoffs is fastly approaching, and I don't think any of us feel comfortable with them going against anybody but the Pacers right now, because they're the only team I see them being able to actually win a, a seven-game series right now with how inconsistent. So we'll, we'll keep you guys updated on what the Celtics are doing and their outlook um, going forward. But, you know, I think Barry said this a couple of weeks ago. Like, I don't know what their chances are in the playoffs. I'm saying, well, you know, clearly, we really we'll see don't, what Nobody
1: knows. No one has any idea them. on what to expect um, in, in the playoffs for, for, for the Celtics. It's right. It, 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 it's so... It's kind of like a weird feeling because usually we have an idea, but with this, it's like, like, it's just so much unknown and uncertain that, right? It, it, it's terrible that you know we're at this point and still haven't gotten it together. So
0: yeah, man. Um, onto the NFL, we go. You know, last week we had a huge NFL segment with draft and everything that was going on with the Patriots and players. Uh, you know, all the surprises and non-surprises. Uh, you know, this week is obviously going to be a little shorter because there's not much going on. Um, but let's get into some news, man. The Packers and Aaron Rodgers—they've been at odds for what seems like weeks now, right? I mean, really, it's been like at odds for the last couple of years. You know, through the media, Aaron Rodgers has, you know, pretty much uh, told us his disappointment, you know, in the organization, the guys that they've been, you know, drafting, going back to uh, drafting Kevin, um, Jordan Love in the first round a couple of years ago. But um, <clears throat> the the feud continues and. And Aaron Rodgers referred to uh, the GM as Jerry Cross. Um, if people don't know who Jerry Cross is, he was the the manager for the Bulls when Jordan was there, and uh, they were at odds over there as well. So, you know, it's not a guy they liked, and it's not it's not uh it's not a great comparison to say the um the Bears signed you know a former Patriot receiver Demir Bird, uh, I believe, to a one year contract. I Correct. believe you know so. Yep, that's right. He, he's going over there to play with uh, Justin Fields because Dalton ain't it.
1: Yeah, sure, sure. The the red rocket is definitely
0: the, the, the red body. rooster the red rooster oh rooster, <laughs> right, right. Yeah,
1: rooster. <laughs> yeah not rocket rooster yeah yeah uh yeah he, he definitely should have qb1 um for that so yeah if he at least he better not be or else that's a problem if, if he is so we'll, we'll see what happens with their you know qb competition and our training camp in the preseason but I don't want to see him
0: out there. Yeah, man. Um, the NFL, you know, the NFL, man. They always got some rule changes. Some it always seems like something's happening in the NFL as far as like the rules, regulations, and can do and can't do and stuff like that. But um, Jawan James suffered a serious injury while working out with the Broncos facility. Um, and he, he could lose his $20 million contract, you know, because the NFL actually put out a statement letting teams know that they're not contractual obligated to pay players that are injured away from NFL facility, which is like the stupidest shit I've ever heard. Because football is really a year-round sport and you really can't, you can't really take much time off from football because you would literally have to be in shape year in and year out to be able to perform unless you're like a offensive lineman, defensive lineman, like you have to be working out, watching your weight, doing all sorts of stuff to stay on top of your game.
2: I was going to say unless you're Vince Wolford, but.
0: Right, you right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, but he worked no. out
2: though.
0: No. Those Listen, Wilford yeah, yeah. can dunk, bro, at, yeah. the, at the size of you. So like he was an athletic big dude.
1: Yeah. Absolutely right, and he was low key fast too. He had that, you know, that that speed that would sneak up on you. you wouldn't think he fast, but he could move and had some wheels. I miss him. Uh, yeah, yeah miss you know, him. me too. That was my guy. That's like one of my top favorite Patriots of all time. Right, and the person that like I legit idolized growing up watching football. I mean, yeah. Um, yep. Yeah.
2: Were you done?
1: Yeah, no. I, I I was done. I was just gonna say he was even reason why I wanted to play defensive tackle, and you know, and got his figures that I did because you know, I wanted to Yeah, you look like, you look like- well. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate you, John. I appreciate that. Yeah, man. I wanted to be a, a baby Vince out
2: there um, on the field. Yeah, um, I was going to say, yeah, it's crazy what the NFL is doing because players have to work out away from the facility. Like It's not like when they're yeah. away from the facility, they can just not work out. You know what I'm trying to say? Well, players can get out there napping. Yeah, players can get injured doing anything. You can be working out properly, you know, lifting weights and then All of a sudden, something happened when you get and you get injured. So, um, and I, I I mean, I agree that if that player gets injured while he's working out, maybe he doesn't get the twenty million dollars. But in the contract, there should be some kind of statement saying if you get injured away from the facility or in the facility, you get ten million dollars. You get half of your pay or seventy-five percent, whatever it is. There should be some sort of language in the contract where you get paid some some percentage of your contract your contract shouldn't just void, null and void. Yeah. void, just because you got injured
1: that's that's just ridiculous oh it is no i certainly agree with that that's unfortunate that nfl is you know treating you know their the players well like that you know not willing to pay them even well you know when they get injured you know working out whether they're in the facility or not uh you know it sounds just you know it, it just it sounds terrible and you know is a shame and you know disgraceful the fact that you know the league doesn't want to play you know pay players just because an injury happened like injuries happen all the time that's part of not only sports that's part of football like guys get you know injured not only playing but you know working out and off the field as well so they, they got to make sure that you know they're still compensating these guys I get they shouldn't they don't want to compensate them in full and, you know, I get that, but they should at least still get a good amount, like, by of their contract, um, you know, regardless of whether they get injured or, or, or not. It, it's just like they're treating these guys like shit, and it's unfortunate. And, you know, I'm getting tired of continuing to, you know, see these owners treat, you know, their players like garbage. I mean, my so thing is – hopefully that changes soon.
0: My thing is um these players literally get workout plans from the team. It's right. like, you know, the, the big guys come in and they're like, Yo, you got to make sure you lose, you know, 10 pounds before the, the season starts. They give you a weight limit. So when I'm away from the facility, what do you want me to do? Like not do anything? Because this makes no sense. You know what I'm saying? It's like these guys have to work. Like they literally, they literally have to work out to actually keep their jobs. Guys have to work out, you know, in order to sign to it. So it really, um, it, I think it's backwards. And um, I think that would be a really disservice to the player um, if they're losing their contracts for trying to stay in shape. And- you know, after all, they're not trying to stay in shape for themselves. They're trying to make your team better. They're trying to stay in shape to help out your team. So I, I don't know. Hopefully they move away from that. Uh The Dolphins, they released longtime captain Bobby McCain. It's uh, sad for the guys that have, uh, you know, a home in there. I, think, in the- I the- think it's
2: actually even deeper than that. I'm, I'm actually afraid, bro, for Brian Flores. I feel like he's gotten rid of a lot of his captains this season. Mm-hmm. And when yep. you when you're doing things like that, sometimes it works, and sometimes it works fine. But sometimes you, you lose the team. Absolutely. You get rid of all those captains and all those guys, you know what I mean? So I, I'm a fan of Brian Flores. He's a black head, head coach. I want nothing for him to succeed. But sometimes when you're clearing house like that, it, it can come back and bite you in the ass. And I would, I would hate to see that.
0: I mean, to that point right there, what I remember was um, when uh Kyle Van Noy's Noor- signed back with the, the Patriots and they asked him a question. They asked him, you know, what is the difference between Brian Flores as defensive coordinator as opposed to head coach? He said, "Uh, next question. He, yeah, he said no comment. No comment.
1: Yeah. Wow. That's yeah. crazy. I, yeah. I didn't even know so, about that. I didn't, I, yeah. would, I didn't even know. that. That's what he said when he was asked about Brian
0: Flores. Nah, that, that, that says
1: it all. That's telling right there. Very telling.
0: That wasn't in my mind until Vlad said that right Hey man, you know, like you said, some sometimes they just lose the whole team and, you know, he's a new coach and sometimes you see what happens, like the guys in Detroit with Matt Patricia, they got sick of his shit, you know, pretty quickly. They're like, listen, you gotta prove yourself, just like we gotta. Prove. Sometimes, just working under a Hall of Fame coach doesn't give you that complete respect that you think you're gonna get because of it. you. Gotta win, right? Hey, you gotta build your own resume, man. Bill Belichick exactly. ain't, right, ain't right. coming in the door. You know what I'm saying? So
1: right, right, no facts, for sure. You Gotta, you gotta build got to yourself be your own coaching and, and be yourself, right? And you know, and, and build your own team culture and team identity, right? And don't try to, you know, that you know duplicate what um you know Belichick is doing in Um, And what, you know, how New England was when you were there, you got to, you know, put your own stamp on on your team because there's only one Bill Belichick, you know, there's not going to be another. So, you know, these guys have to do a better job of that. And I'm referring to these guys, all these coaches that uh, leave after, you know, coaching on a Belichick and go be a head coach of another team because there's just too many times I'm seeing that these guys turn out to be unsuccessful and not well, like Miami's getting better, they doing well and heading in the right direction. But at the same time, you know, you, you want to keep that going. You don't want to take, you know, two steps back, you know, after you took a
0: step forward. I think uh, Flores definitely needs to be careful. Not many black coaches in this league. You gotta you right gotta exactly. seat, You know what I mean? You gotta do things to uh, keep that right there. Uh right, it's Frank Ragno, coach of the league. Right. Frank Ragnall became the uh, highest-paid center in the NFL. Uh, he signed a four-year, $54 million contract, and $40 million of it is guaranteed. You know, guys doing big things. Uh, running back, Jack McKinnon, signed with a new contract with the Chiefs. Uh, which, that's good for them. Blaine, Blaine Gabbard, I didn't even know this guy was still in. Like, how is Blaine Gabbard still in this league? <laughs> I, I knew that, but
1: I mean, I hear what you're saying. It, it, it's like, yeah, it's crazy that he starts a job in the NFL, even a backup job, when like That's there's so many quarterbacks that are better than him, and you know, and that have done more than 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 him. So, so yeah, I mean, it's good for him that he's able to keep his job and be on the Bucks for another year. But uh, oh, yeah, it's just yeah. amazing that you know guys that you know even you know you know guys that are better than him don't. You know what I'm saying? You just don't have as much of an opportunity, um, and, and stuff, and or aren't even even in the league, and yet we right. have I, guys, I don't guys want to spend too much time talking yeah, about that yeah, right, right. No, I, I you know, know what you're mean? saying. So right,
0: that right. guy, he signed for two point five million dollars to the Bucks. So we'll see what happens with him. He's backing um, up Tom Brady. He's hey, you know, he's never gonna see the field. the easiest uh. job there is. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> right. Who would uh, want
1: to get paid two point five million dollars to be Tom Brady's backup?
0: Hey, listen, I'll get two points you know, I'll get, I don't think they paid pay 2.5 million for the water boy, but, you know, if they pay for that, I'll do that for Tom, you know what I'm saying? I'd even do um, it for one mil. Listen.
1: Or even, not like, a, a, you know, even half a mil. Like, listen. Like, he doesn't even have to be a mil.
0: A hundred K, okay? Like, I don't I don't care. Oh um,
1: <laughs> word, word. I feel you on that.
0: And lastly, for the NFL news, uh, Cowboys released Anton Woods. Um, You know, we'll see where he ends up if anywhere at all, Um, because if the Cowboys are really defensive players, probably not a good thing. You know what I'm saying? Um, Good luck. The Patriots. On to the Patriots news. Some of the Patriots going on. The Patriots picked up the fifth-year option for Isaiah Wynn. You know, the often-injured offensive lineman. He's out there. He plays well, and he's good. They stay healthy right there. And at the same time, they declined the option show, which I don't think is very surprising. The value of high, they're not going to top. One of the top backs, in that it happens. A lot of them, see what happens with that. Jason McCourty, McCourty, former Pats. Uh, he's going to go down to the Dolphins. You know, so Brian Flores, former Patriots. You know? <laughs> right, won a championship with him, right, right. <laughs> Come over here, bro. <laughs> right.
1: hey, 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 come get you a one-year deal and be, you know, a, a, and play for the Dolphins. Right, right. So, now good for J-Mac that he signed up with the Dolphins, you know. And glad that, you know, he was able to play here for three years and, you know, and do pretty well for the most part, in particular that Super Bowl. He did all that right, he man.
0: He did all right. He did well right. in the Super Bowl. Let's not, you know, get this thing confusing. But right, You know, right. like, I understand he was Jason. I mean, you know, Jason Devin, Devin. McCordy's brother. You know, what I mean, at the same time, it's like the guy wasn't like doing that great. You know, what I mean, he, no, he had hear, some yeah. shining moments. You know, and I like the letter he left for the Patriots and stuff like that. It was like, you know, thank oh, you. you
1: weren't that important. You weren't Listen, that important. <laughs> you had
0: one, you had really one notable play. You know, your whole tenure was the biggest play. In, like, yeah, in I the was going to say that's a big one. that was, that was about the biggest that. play, not Super Bowl. It was a big one. That was his biggest play. You know, in his whole time here. I, right. You know what I mean? like no, no, Regular no, season and post. So, you know, I respect the McCourties, but I don't think he's like a Patriots Hall of Famer. Go, go <laughs> to the Dolphins, man. You know what I mean? I was,
1: he ain't no Devin McCourty, that's for sure. Right, right. It, for, for real. He ain't no Mac, man. So,
0: yes, yeah, sir. good luck to um, him in Miami. Patriots finally signed an undrafted free agent. And, you know, I think they signed a good one, you know, somewhere that we actually... I think need, uh, they signed undrafted kicker Quinn Norton, you know, from Michigan, going to be competing with Nick Folk. And I think I think that's a good move. But, you know, it's very surprising for the Patriots not to bring in undrafted. Yeah, we we'll keep absolutely. monitoring that. And I think, you know, I think it's because of the year that it is. You know what I'm saying? Another pandemic year. You know, uh, the teams could have to go back to like mixing teams up. I mean, splitting teams up to like, uh, you know, kind of like double practice kind of thing. So, um, and they already have so many guys on the, on the roster, right? that are not gonna make the team. So it's like, what what are we doing? And um, if you look at the draft, they picked some guys that are pretty high and they know probably contribute right away Um, with that. uh, And then lastly, man, you know, since we did our, our draft analysis last week, you know, even I was talking about uh, Mac Jones. I think um, a question came up: What do you guys, what do you guys make of the comparison between Tom Brady and Mac Jones? You know, and that's been like beat up all week, the last yeah, couple absolutely. weeks since he's been drafted. Everybody's talking about it. He looks like Tom Brady, blah blah blah. Um, but what do you guys make it? Like, have you guys got a chance to, uh, you know, because I've I studied up on him. I've seen a lot of the highlights and and a lot of his tape. What do you guys think of the comparison? You guys think that's fair or? I mean, I don't think it's fair because obviously Brady's the GOAT. but do you guys see anything there?
2: I just think that it's early, man. Quarterbacks come into this league all the time with the greatest potential and look like nothing. And the NFL moves faster. No matter, I don't care if you were in a pool-style offense in college. The NFL is faster. It's harder to read dif- defense. You might have a good year out there. The next year, they watch film on you, and then you can't play as well in, in, anymore. You know what I mean? So to compare him to the GOAT, it's just, I, I'm just not going to, I'm just waiting to see what he looks like. To me, I'm not, I'm not reading into those comparisons. I'm okay. This is, this Tom Brady we're talking about, somebody that won seven Super Bowl and he's still playing in the league. He's getting mad just hearing about that, you know what I'm trying to say? So I, I'm just not buying into it. Like, I understand why they're making the comparison. I just don't need to hear about it because with, with quarterbacks you just never know so I I just want to see him in the field I, I just want to see him play I want to see what kind of player he is what kind of discipline does he have um who, 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 what what is he going to bring to the Patriots so the only thing is I know in college he beat out the what they bought a five-star recruit, uh, recruit, recruit and he beat him out to for the starting job um and that's that's something Tom Brady did himself um and that's great to see somebody beat out somebody that they brought in to replace you. Um, I think that's that's a good thing that he has going for. Him, but do, do it in the NFL. Yeah,
1: no, for sure. I think
2: it's um, it, it's just asinine, and as
1: Stephen say, Stephen A. Smith would say, um, you know, blasphemous to compare. Uh, <laughs> right, that is blasphemous. Um, <laughs> that <laughs> uh, to compare Mac Jones to Tom Brady. I think no, no quarterback you know coming into this league right away that just got drafted. Um you know, hasn't practiced or, you know, played any games that should be, you know, compared to Tom Brady. I get that, you know, he's the one that kind of started it and drew that attention and and brought this up, you know, as far as comparing himself to Tom Brady, saying that, you know, that's who he looked up to growing up, that he wanted to play and be, you know, like Tom Brady and, you know, pretty much, um, you know, idolized him through, you know, out of his football career to this point. But, uh, yeah, we just we just can't be doing that. And you know, he just gotta be um be himself and be your own quarterback and you know, you know, have your you know, your own career and uh, and make your own name for yourself and don't try to live up to somebody that's done the um you know, unthinkable and you know unexpected and has achieved so much greatness more than any other player that's ever played in this league. So, you know, don't you know what I'm saying, have that I get that he has high standards for himself as anybody should, but I think that's just a little bit too high um, of the expectations and standards for anybody to have, particularly Matt Jones. So, um, you know, just, hopefully he's just able to come in and, you know, be himself and, you know, play, you know what I'm saying, you know, play his own um, game and not worry about coming and being another Tom Brady because that's just not – gonna happen and uh you know and no one's gonna do what Tom Brady has done in, in the NFL in this league to this point so uh yeah you just he, the people need to stop talking about that because it's ridiculous and uh, absurd
0: yeah I mean I think last week I spoke to you guys about Mac Jones I told you who he reminded me you know what I'm saying when I say that that's not to compare him to Tom Brady because it's like you know one one really stupid thing I've heard all week like is Mac Jones the second coming of Brady well it's like bro Brady's still in the league, so how could he be the second coming of Brady? Like The guys literally just want to, so that, right, that can't right. happen. You know what I mean? Um I think what people are seeing is, you know, they're going back to watch the film, and they're seeing the way he's commanding the, the line of scrimmage. And I think that's really something, you know, that you can look and be like, hey, there are similarities there, you know, but there are also similarities with him and, like, Matt Ryan, or with him and, like, Drew Brees or something like that. They command stuff and um are, you know, they're not, like, the most athletic people, you know, but they know the game inside out. And like Vlad said, the NFL is a different beast. You got to prove it up here, you know. Um, And until this guy, you know, goes out there and beats a Cam Newton, you know, for the job, you know, you can't really make that comparison even with Brady. Like if the guy can't beat Cam Newton, it's like, what, what are we comparing him for? Exactly. You know. Yep. Um, <clears throat> But we'll, we'll see what happens with Mac Jones. Sure. You know, uh, I think. If you're going to compare him, you would probably, like, compare him, you know, a young Brady, you know, in the 2000 2003, you know, years. That's the only way to right, right, compare right. those guys, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? And yep. in that sense, I think he's, he's a little more advanced than a young Tom Brady was because, like, he, he does come from pro-style pro offense. Like, the guy is teaching Bill O'Brien the the offense for Alabama, right? You know what I'm saying? Like, he's the guy they put in charge to, like, teach him the playbook, you know? So, right. clearly, he's a, he's a smart player. You know, he has that. But like Vlad said, you got to come out there and prove, you know, in this. League. And um hopefully for our sake, he does prove it. And hopefully for our sake, he does resemble some something like, you know, a Tom Brady. But there, there'll never be another one. You know, the comparison is definitely, it's not warranted. It's not earned, anything. You know, I think it's people just watching tape and, you know, everybody's so excited. We got a new quarterback, you know, that that's right. how they feel um mm-hmm. I, one thing i do like to address we named a podcast the uh, mac jones era begins right and i i've heard that a lot of people didn't agree with that because they love cam, Newton, <laughs> cam Newton, you know what i'm saying
1: uh, right but, yeah, i was hearing that too john i heard that talk too, right, right? And those even people messaging and coming at me you know what
0: i'm saying right about
1: the title of that podcast yeah let That's me be clear it.
0: here you know mac jones is the number 15th in the first round you know what I'm saying so like realistically he is the future of the franchise I'm not saying like his era is gonna begin right this second but if you don't want to be back in the upper echelon of the draft you want Mac Jones to have the era next you know what I'm saying so it's not like Mm -hmm. we're saying you know Cam Newton's done but realistically the Mac Jones era has begun, and it's the time is mm-hmm. clicking on him to actually come in and take over because Cam Newton has a one-year deal Cam Newton's not exactly. our long-term quarterback as much as you like him you know um, we like him he's too a rich quarterback. but
1: exactly. we, rich quarterback. we
0: understand you know what it is here. he's getting paid less than majority of the backups out there so like exactly don't, you know um you know the writings on the wall and you know he doesn't have a long leash man you know if if this guy goes out and you know we start out 3 and 5 like mac jones is coming See in you later. Right. The, like on to mac jones, you're out of bro. there you know, if you go in the yeah. game and throw three picks and you know you can't complete more than fifty percent of your passes, you're out of there. You know what I mean? Cam Newton really has, 100 to yards, John.
1: And has to play He has to play lights out. Yards?
0: Exactly, you have to play lights out in order to keep this kid from coming in and t- Not, we're not even thinking about Jared Stidham. We're not lights you know out, mean?
1: but you have to play well enough to be able
0: to Cam stay on the field. Has to play lights out in order for him to stay the the, the um starter of this team. The only way you know what I'm he, saying like that's the only that's way he went, keeps the up. job. Yeah.
1: I mean, I wouldn't say that, but I mean, you know, I'm saying he has to be much better than what we saw, you know, last year and, and what we've seen recently from him even in his, the end of his time in Carolina when yeah. he was playing well. But I, like that, I think that's a bit too strong of a, a word, even though I Listen. get what you're saying, but I, I, I don't know if that no... can be, you know, be to, you know, to that extent.
0: I agree. He has with you. to throw at least 100 yards more a game than he did last year. I agree. At Without least.
1: question, I'll give you that. All right. That I'll give you. Definitely. I agree with, with John. I, I think Go he has ahead, to man.
2: play exceptional to keep that job. No matter even if he plays okay, that job is going to become Mac Jones eventually. But if you play lights out, he can keep that job. He has to play exceptionally well to keep that job. That's just because you invest, you invest a 15 round pick in a guy. Um, you're gonna give him the job eventually. If if but so it's 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 similar to Jimmy Garoppolo, right? Jimmy Garoppolo was set to take over Tom Brady. The only reason why he didn't take over Tom Brady's job is because Tom Brady played exceptionally well, and exceptionally well means two Super Bowls. Super Bowl, like two Super Bowls. <laughs> and when you invest a 15th round pick in a guy, um, no matter what, eventually he's gonna see the field. And the only way he doesn't see the field is if the guy ahead of him plays. Exceptionally well, so um, Kenny has to play exceptionally well for him to keep that job. If he's playing just okay and we're losing a couple games, you win in a couple games, like eventually, Mac Jones is gonna take over. Or you I mean, at I the, the end of, saying, of the game, I'm, I'm not so sure about that because what if
1: the team's winning games and kent Newton's playing well but not exceptionally well? Because if the team's winning games and the offense is good enough to you know, played well enough to win games. Then Belichick's not going to take him out. And remember, it, you know, what I'm saying Belichick doesn't really like playing rookie that much, unless if he like absolutely like you know, you know, has to and doesn't have any other choice or option at that position. Like he rookies don't play that much and get that much, um, you know, run uh, in, in their first year with you know with the Patriots. So I think that you know, yes, you know, of course, Cam Newton has to play better and um, you know in order to his his job. But at the same time, if you know the Pats have a good like record, like start this season five and two or six and yeah, like six and one or um, you know something like that. He's and you know, Kim Newton, you know, been playing good, but he's not playing great. Like he's not just gonna take him out and pull him um out of you know off the field and out of the the games if the team's you know winning because at the end of the day, it's about winning football games and about the team success and not you know about individual. Um, success and I think that um, you know and also with the loyalty that Belichick has to Kim Newton it, it's gonna you know take the whole team to play back and to lose games you know it, it, you know, you know and, and, and to have a losing record like you know for him to be able to you know be benched and taken out of the game and put Mac Jones in so like I get I want to see the kid <laughs> play too and I want to see them you know put him in and, uh, and see what he can do, you know, for us. But I don't think we should be expecting it immediately, like right away, Um, if the team is still, you know, playing well and if Cam Moon is playing well, but not exceptionally well, um, and the team's, you know, winning game and has, uh, you know, a really good record to start the season or even midway through the season. Like, that, that, that's what I really think, what, um, you know, how Belichick's going to handle that quarterback situation and what we should, as fans, Patriots fans, should expect, um, you know when it comes to uh, you know the, the quarterback um, backs on the roster.
0: I think that word loyalty has played out. Man. You know what I'm saying? Because like last year, who did the Patriots have for Bill Belichick to go to other than really Cam Newton? We had Brian Hoyer. We saw what happened. Fucking complete disaster. You yeah. know we saw we saw you know uh, uh, Sidham come in and throw two more two more picks and he threw touchdowns. He really had no choice. I mean Bill Belichick had a hundred million dollar quarterback on the roster when he switched to to Tom Brady. You know what I'm saying? So I think mm-hmm. if he sees that a player is able to digest information and, and do the right thing with the ball, I don't think it, it really matters about about loyalty. If, if he was that loyal, he would give Cam Newton a, a, a lucrative contract that, that would be respectable and not less than other, you know, quarter, not less than other backup quarterbacks. Um, I think, like Vlad is saying, if he doesn't play, exce- I mean, if he doesn't play exceptionally well and the team is carrying him, I think he's gone. You know what I mean? Like, even if he plays good, and the team, you know, what I mean, is still carrying him. And, and Belichick
2: sees that Mac Jones can play better. He's doing
0: well in practice. Like
2: I think, I think, I think he's
0: taking over. I think it comes down to the information, because like, like we were all watching this this team last year, and we saw Cam Newton like at the line of scrimmage, not knowing what the hell was going on. And all three of us sat there and was like, "Dude, that you got to protect your left side," you know what I mean? And then. Boom. Right, the Cam Newton gets right, smashed. Right. You know what I'm saying, and it's kind of like you can't have stuff like this going on this year. You know what I mean? And if that if that's happening again, if you're getting balls batted down at the line of scrimmage at six five, you know what I mean? It's like, man, it on right, That's he's, unacceptable. He's on a short leash.
1: I, inexcusable. He's inexcusable. On a short leash to say the No, no least. question. But I think that no brings doubt. us
0: to a a question from Adrian Mack. You know who sent us questions before? Yeah, big shout out to Adrian Mack. That's my guy. Yeah, um, he asked, will Mac Jones start a game for the Patriots? And then, you know, that <laughs> that goes to what we were just saying. You know, I think if Cam Newton doesn't play exceptionally well and, you know, he's making a lot of mistakes, then Mac Jones will certainly get – I don't see how Mac Jones is not going to start a game, to be honest. from In my perspective, I don't see
1: – No matter what the record is and how well the
2: team's playing?
0: I don't see Cam Newton, you know, playing well enough throughout the season to hold him – back is what i'm saying
2: you know i'm willing i'm willing to be wrong in my take i'm willing to be wrong because um if i'm wrong that means came you and came in and blew us out of the water so i'm yep. willing i'm willing to say that mac Jones will start a game this season for sure and take over fucking you and the reason why i'm saying that is because if i'm wrong it means that the team is doing so well and came and is playing so well that mac Jones doesn't have to come in but Based on what I've seen and based on what I've seen from Cam Newton over the last couple of years, the last three years, Mike Jones will start a game for the Patriots. Um, yeah, I definitely
1: would have to disagree with you on, on that. I don't think he'll start this year. Um, you know, most likely, I think he'll, you know, he'll rest here him the first year. Um, you, you know, but, but like you guys said, this all depends on the performance you know, of Cam of Newton and really the performance of the team and the offense um, you know, as, as a whole you know if you know things do get bad and hit rock bottom and you know get worst case you know scenario that yeah he you know most certainly will you know start like you know a games for the Patriots but I'm hoping that you know it doesn't get to that point and things don't get that bad with team like it did last year and you know I'd like for him to you know just sit out his for sure sit out most of the season and you know, just not having you know to be rushed in and thrown into the fire right away and to just you know develop and you know bring him up slowly but surely uh but at the same time, I do realize and understand that yeah, if kid newton you know what I'm saying plays like shit and plays anything close to what he did last year that yeah you know he'll he'll definitely be starting games well um you know and, and we'll play this season, but um you know what I'm saying, hoping and don't expect for matt Jones to start um any games uh you know unless if he has a better training camp in preseason and you know and then looks that much better than Cam Newton.
0: Listen, you know if if Cam Newton is missing guys on you know, 5 yards down the line, <laughs> I think there's no way he's going he
1: to the bench. I exactly. think there's no
0: way he's going to hold back the most accurate quarterback in all of college football last year. We'll see what happens, man, and um I mean, listen, I I just want to see good football. I want to see smart football. I want to you know easy plays getting completed. I don't want to be frustrated during games. I don't want to see more than the quarterbacks he's out there, and I'm watching. That's that's all I'm saying. Um, Eddie Rodriguez is back.
1: Yes, he is. My guy, Eddie Rodriguez. Big he's shout back. out to
0: Eddie. I think, you know, last year, he might have been hurt a little bit with, with how the yeah, season he was, transpired he was, with the Steelers. He was Steelers. In his feelings with the you Steelers know, and how they ended the season. I don't blame my, to my feelings,
1: too, if I was a Steelers fan. So. Yeah,
0: take a seat next to us because we were disappointed, too, in our season, but... It's a new season now, and I think you know, he got some questions. He got two questions. I'm gonna ask get both of them. Uh firstly, can a can a running back like Harris help out the Steelers? He's talking about Najee Harris um passing game. And and then another question, will Alejandro Villanueva, who actually signed with the Raven from the Steelers, um, can he be an offensive lineman for the Raven in the passing game and running? Um, any you, you guys wanna take those first? What do you guys think about Najee? Can he well, help in the passing game?
2: Well, any 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 time you draft um, uh, a running back You know A, a talented running back Obviously that's going to Help out the passing If you have a threat For the run um, That's going to help The passing game But I hate to tell you this Eddie, Eddie Rodriguez You guys need a new Quarterback Like so, I don't I don't care I don't how, know why They didn't draft one this year I don't care how many Running backs you have Out there That boy um, Watersberger Can play Eight games After eight games His arm is like Noodle spaghetti And you <laughs> and Got that noodle arm and that's it. So for eight games, you're gonna see beautiful passes, nice long balls. After eight games, I don't know. It's it's mm-hmm. gonna be you guys gonna need He's gonna need a new arm. Um, as far as the offensive lineman from the Ravens, um, um, going from Pittsburgh to the Ravens, Villanueva, Of course, I, I think that's a great pickup for the for the Ravens. Um, they need to protect uh, Loma, Loma Jack Loma Jackson, and I think it's a, it's a great move for the offensive line, and that's gonna improve their game tremendously.
1: uh Yeah, so I no, think I think very- certainly. You know, that first question with Najee Harris, yeah, I'm sure he'll help, you know, their offense and, you know, help their, you know, passing game, you know, definitely having the threat of the running, you know, making them a more balanced, you know, offense certainly something that the Steelers, you know, offense needed desperately in the worst way since they had no kind of running game whatsoever last year, you know, with James Conner. But at the same time that offensive line was trash as well towards the end of last and partially, you know, to blame for their, you know, poor, you know, running game or it being a non-factor in the office. So I think that, um, you know, he'll certainly help and, you know, contribute. Um, You know, I'm I'm not sure whether he's, um, you know, a a pass catcher and, you know, or how, like, effective he is in the, you know, in in the passing game in terms of being able to catch passes out of the backfield. Um, But I'm sure that he'll definitely, um, you know, I'm sure it can get worse than last year and I'm sure, you know, he'll be better than what you guys had, uh, you know, last year, to say the least. So, I mean, we'll see how he does. You know, I, you know. Hope he's a good kid. So I hope that he does well and you know plays well. Um, you know, in, in his rookie season with with, with the Steelers. So. Um, but yeah, no, like Vlad said, like, you know, the biggest thing you guys should be concerned is with the quarterback. And they didn't draft a quarterback um, this year. And I was surprised because this was one of the deepest um, quarterback draft classes in uh, recent years. So, the fact Maybe that they think
0: is... Dwayne Haskins is stepping in. <laughs> oh, Mason Rudolph.
1: <laughs> you know? Oh, man, I know. Maybe they, they, they think they got their next guy, in, you know, Dwayne Haskins or hey, Mason former Rudolph. First- Round pick, man. Right, right, right. I mean, <laughs> right. we'll see how they do, but I'm not sure they
0: If he stopped clubbing on. Huh? Right,
1: right. Right <laughs> well, for real, man. For real, absolutely. Um so, yeah, that definitely the Steelers definitely messed up with not getting a quarterback, but as far as Najee Harris, I'm, you know, I'm sure that he'll play well for them and uh and be a factor as long as the offensive line plays Better and it doesn't help that they got rid of their best offensive. Now got rid of, let their best offensive lineman go in free agency, and Alejandro Villanueva, who signed with the you know Ravens, and I think that's definitely going to tremendously help that offensive line uh, a lot. Um, you know, that's a really good replacement for um, Orlando Brown, who just got traded from the Ravens to you know the Kansas City Chiefs uh, right before the draft last. Week. So I think you know he definitely you know fills that hole and you know and, and is a good replacement for for him, uh, since Orlando Brown was pretty much their best offensive, you know, lineman. So I think definitely Lamar Jackson, I'm sure, will be happy about that. and Their line is definitely going to be better, um, you know, from you know, in both the passing game and the, the running game uh, as well. So um, I think c- certainly that will be, you know, that will turn out to be a good signing for the Ravens and a good addition to. The offensive line that was much needed,
0: yeah. I I agree with both you guys, man. Uh, I mean, fact of the matter is, you know, a lot of Ben Roethlisberger's game is throwing it down the field, you know, 20, 30, 30 yards down. You know, um, that's what he's known for, you know. Um, so now he's gonna have to change his game because he saw what happened last year, at the other year, man, past you know, 15 yards accurately. Um, so Najee Harris is gonna have to be like, he's gonna need to get like. Le'Veon Bell type of usage, you know, in order for them to be real successful on offense, you know, um because mm-hmm. Roethlisberger cannot shoulder responsibility on his own. Um so he's gonna have to do a lot of check down. He's gonna have to get a lot of um, you know, uh makeable passes, you know, especially to the running back. And Najee's actually pretty nice at catching and running after. He's a guy that's hurdling hurtling people, you know, all of last year. So
1: Oh, you remember those games? Yeah, bro? yeah, that was yeah, awesome. So
0: he's He's athletic. He's fast. And, you know, I mean, he was the first running back taken in this, in this year's drafts. So I, I think he can um, shoulder, you know, the burden. But we'll see, though. You know, we'll see. They still have a good team. You know, they did still win 11th straight last year until they forgot how to play football. Um, <laughs> right, but we'll for see. Real, we'll see what happens. Um, yep. but Eddie, man, thank you. Welcome back, man. Welcome back. We missed yes. you. Yes. Welcome um, back, Eddie. Thanks for the questions. Appreciate
1: you, bro. And good to hear from you. So, yes, sir. I'm, I'm glad you back um you know from from hiding. I know you had a tough end to the season, uh and tough start to the offseason, but at least with the draft things are getting better for your Steelers. So I uh, look forward to seeing your questions um you know when football season starts in a few months. For sure
0: man. On to MLB. uh Albert Pujols, you know a hall of famer. Uh, yep. He got we released try, no doubt. By, First by the Angels. So, um, you know, I think the Cardinals should definitely pick him up and sign him for the last contract and let him ride out the rest of the season right there. But we'll right. see what Absolutely. happens. Absolutely. It is a business. These guys want to win. Um, But on to right. the Red Sox, who own the best record in MLB at 21 and 13. You know, that record changed any minute now, you know, because he's getting right, right. But, you know, the, the, the Red Sox started off 0-3, and since that game, they've been on a tear and haven't looked back. I think there's a stat out there. They had uh, comebacks in 14 games. You know what I'm saying? Um, and they, we haven't played that many. It's pretty much they half to been back and get the team that's resilient and, you know, not sitting on their ass in these games out. Um, so they got the best record, the Tigers series. What does this say right here? They, did they lose two games to one or the Red Sox have two games?
1: They lost they won the, two out of three, the Red Sox, against the Tigers. They won two out of three. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Okay. And the Tigers um,
1: actually the worst team in baseball, so they had better one two out of three against right. uh, the Tigers. So,
0: And I, as we're recording right now, they're in the middle of Baltimore Orioles series, and they're leading by two. They're taking care of business, you know, what he seems that they should be taking care of business. Um, some Absolutely. Upcoming and you know what, man? Xander Bogarts, Raphael Devers, they've been,
1: they've Especially been playing, Bogarts, man. My Bogarts, goodness.
0: He's, he's the face of the franchise, man. Hair, John. He's the new face right there, you know, and we, we have to – I know he's a quiet guy, but he has to be the face of the team right now. No, been, without question. Absolutely. Him thing,
1: and J.D. Man. Martinez are definitely yeah. the face of the, this team. And this guy is our hottest hitter in, in baseball right now. And that's not a hyperbole. i – I'm not over-exaggerating that. Like, there is no is hotter hitter and player in the MLB right now mm-hmm. than Zando Bogarts. The guy's just hitting everything. Like, mm-hmm. he can't – you can't get this guy out. Like, it's a guaranteed hit every time he's at the plate. Well, right now it
0: is, you know. Uh, absolutely. Um, you know, I'm glad they're having a good start. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, they needed you know, it. If, if In the if worst he wasn't, way. you know, then we'd, we'd be talking. Then it'd be real know, bad what?
1: for them. It'd be disastrous, and nightmare.
0: Yeah, shout outs to them, man. Definitely!
1: Um, Shout out to the Red Sox, the of guys. Keep doing your thing. X gonna give it to you. Uh, <laughs> so they have an upcoming that's him, that's his song. That's his walk-up song. He comes up to, um, <laughs> you know, before he gets to the plate. Is X gonna give it to you? So that's, yeah, that's definitely. So,
0: that's so clever, man. Yeah, it is. That's it is. That's cle- That's brilliant. Absolutely. You think that's, so? Like that's so obvious. <laughs> it's obvious, but it's, no, it's a good sarcastic. one. No, it's still a
1: good song to come up to to sure. to bat. You know, to, to come up to the plate and hear that song. don't Definitely get me hyped in the zone and you know ready to yeah, get I mean, a home
0: run. This year he's definitely been giving it to them. So yeah, uh, the absolutely. upcoming games for the Red Sox. Uh they got two games left in the Oreo series. Uh and then they got a three game series against Athletic. And then after that they got a three game series against uh the Angels. Uh that, that's the schedule for them right there. And go go socks. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Let's go Red On Sox. to the NHL. The NHL signed a new deal with uh Turner Sports, you yep. know. Um, that's right. You know, I guess uh, who was it? NBC Sports was yeah, that M- NBC, quick yeah. enough. Uh-huh. Not quick enough to to get to the table and sign these papers. So they they went. Yeah, on their yeah way. they were too slow, man. They were yeah. slacking. They were slipping. You got to be quicker than that. Yeah, um, for real. I heard,
2: I heard they actually. Pulled, I heard they actually pulled out of that. Day. NBC. Did they? Yep. Oh, really? they? Did they? Wow. Yeah. It's probably what uh, good for them.
0: You know, more lucrative stuff. It's kind of like what, trailer em- coming through and taking stuff over.
2: NBC. Well, NBC has um, football, so. Right, what do we need? Right, football I is mean, their bread. That's their breadwinner, right there. That's
1: what makes them the most money. Exactly. They have so, football, um,
2: and and they have um uh, world football, which is soccer. They, I, I think, I think they can survive without that. I mean, I'm
0: sure, it's sandy you know. But as right, of right, right.
2: It's surprising though, because like it's been on there for
1: so long. The NBC I, and, listen, I, and I, in China, I, I like especially all like the big games. Um, not only during the regular season, but in the playoffs and in the Stanley Cup. Like you know, when the games on NBC, it's a You
2: know, important game. I do think it's bad for um, hockey because absolutely Turner um, is a cable company and. That means if you don't have cable, there's a lot of games you might not be able to watch. Uh, so that's yeah, right. That's, that's that's not good for MLB. I mean, um, for NHL, not, not
0: good for viewership. So no, you know, it's not good. For any, they I mean, it's, out.
2: it's not good for viewership, but it's not, it's not good for exposure for the sport. It's not yeah. good to get people interested in the sport. They definitely have to figure that. Whether it's, I
0: mean, you know,
2: whether, whether it's CBS, somebody else,
0: TBS, s- simulcasting somebody, and stuff, yeah, somebody else. You know. Yeah, for sure, man. No, um, absolutely.
1: No, I agree with that.
0: They clinched a playoff berth, like we told you guys on, on last week's pod. Um, so they were in uh, um, well, so they the last couple games. Well, they just clinched this week, John. They yes, just clinched it yes. this
1: past week. So we yep. didn't know that they were
0: going to clinch, but we figured that. No, no, we told clinch. them that, you know, in a few games that they would be clinching. Oh, you know, yeah, right, uh, right. On the last podcast. But, you know, they've had yep, a couple yep. games. They, they've they had three games since the last one. They, they lost 2-1-1 they lost to the uh Devils 4-3 they won against the Rangers 4-0 and then lost against 5 5 that was a shootout for sure In uh, the last two games of the season that's on the 10th and the 11th that will be the Island the Capital we're going to see some playoff Bruins hockey man and then um, so one I, more can't thing, wait, I believe John. can't right, wait i
1: know i'm looking I forward to it i believe um,
0: Barry was saying that uh, Halak came back and he didn't do very well so um uh, the the new goalie uh Swayman, i Swayman, believe Jeremy He's, Swayman, yeah yeah, he's going to probably be the backup for the playoffs. Yeah, that's
1: right. Absolutely. So they played a lot, uh, you know, against the Devils this week when they, um, you know, when the Bruins faced the Devils and he didn't do well at all. Like, he was straight garbage, like poo-poo. He sucked. Um, And, <laughs> yeah, he was that bad, John. He was, he was, I'm not over-exaggerating. Like, he was that uh, horrific, to say the least. So, um, yeah, and I think pretty much, Knew the way like he walked off the ice after he gave up that overtime goal against you know Devils to lose the game. You know he even knew that. Yeah, I fucked up and I just blew my chance. You know, being on the playoff roster and being the backup goalie. Um, you know, in in the in the playoffs to to caress. So and right. as, particularly as well as Jeremy Swayman's been playing and as much confidence belief and you know and trust that they've shown in him and and, and, and the, the team has in him, particularly Cassidy the head coach, that it's definitely almost pretty much a given that he's gonna be on the playoff roster and I mean uh, he the was a goalie. Um he, you was know, he was one of the hottest, you know, stuff. for a
0: stretch there, you know. Actually, he, was, he, was, he did hot. have a
1: hot streak. That he was lasted, hot. it lasted for a while too, right, before yeah. you know, he went down a little bit but then he picked it right back up and got, you know, right back to how he was playing before. So yeah, you know, the Kids are really great, you know, Goaltender, It's great that the Bruins do have a number two because, remember, that's something that bit them in the ass last year after they could have been in the bubble yeah. in the playoffs. And yeah. they pretty much were screwed and done for after that because Halak didn't, a damn thing, and you even called it, John. You already knew that. If you're playing a backup goalie in the playoffs, <laughs> you're that's a problem. Like, like, he's a backup for a reason, as you said, as I remember you saying on the podcast last year and um, for yeah. the Bruins playoffs. So, uh, yeah, I'm excited and looking forward to the Bruins playoffs. I think they have a really good shot to make a deep, you know, playoff run. Uh, And then we can possibly get back to, you know, the cup finals, you know, if they play their cards right and continue to play, um, you know, great hockey like they're playing. So we'll see what happens, but it should be an exciting playoff run for the Bruins coming up.
0: Yes, sir. And uh, lastly, you know, I'm going to have to make you talk again, Barry. No I think problem. you'll be all right. Um, it's the B Money Lifestyle Person of the Week, and I think you have people of the week right now. With a couple guys that we couldn't, you know, choose one. So, uh, who are these guys? Why are they getting this uh, award? This
1: year? Yeah. So, um, you know, there were, you know, Zvon said two, you know, guys that I, you know, wanted to have for the B Money Lifestyle of the week because I just couldn't decide on, you know, had which one to actually have it, the B Money Person's of the week. So once again, we're gonna have B Money People of the week this week, and the first one. Is a you know who's a popular guy in you know Boston and you know former Patriot you know arguably the greatest tight end to ever play um this game and uh you know had certainly had a great you know career with the Patriots and you know won three Super Bowls and made it to four and um you know and is a still a I would say beloved figure at least in you know. Out of people in Boston, for some
0: people, yeah, right,
1: right, yeah, exactly. Depending on who you are and and, and stuff, so who you ask, without... <laughs> right, exactly. There you go, John. Yep, yeah, that's right. So, um, you know, that person, you know, would be uh Rob Gronkowski. Um, uh, so he had a you know really generous uh donation uh you know that he gave um this week, and he ended up donating one point two million dollars to uh the Charles River Esplanade uh playground uh renovation and um you know to to be able to uh you know renovate that whole playground and that actually covered the whole entire renovation. Um so they didn't need any other funds to be able to complete the, you know the renovation. So uh that, you know, was definitely a, you know, awesome and uh, you know, very genuine and generous generous excuse me, um, you know, j- donation by him and his you know part and uh you know he certainly always had a big heart and done a lot to give back to the community of you know Boston you know during his time here you know with the Patriots so it's good to see that he still continuing to do that even though know, he's not a Patriot anymore I and mean, with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers uh so but you know it goes to show how much he really does care about you know the city of Boston and making it a you know better place for you know, for the kids and for the next generation that comes, um, you know, after us. So I think, you know, he certainly would do is a great, um, yeah, that, that, that's certainly a great thing that he did, and I wanted to uh, recognize him for that. So definitely shout out to Rob Gronkowski on, uh, you know, being one of the B-Money people of the week. And the other person uh, was a former defensive end for the Philadelphia Eagles, uh, Brandon Bear. Uh, he actually rescued a man, uh, You know, from a crash from a semi truck uh, that got hit um, by a train and he actually pulled him out of the uh, truck and was able to help him get out of there and and get to the hospital and uh, and actually saved his life, you know, he's in stable condition. Now and uh, you know hopefully he can you know get, gets better and you know his health improves uh, moving forward so we'll see how that goes but I also wanted to recognize him because I thought that was a um, you know courageous and you know brave thing to do and, and, and a genuine thing to do and, and a thing of uh, integrity as well you know doing the right thing when no one's watching so uh, definitely big shout out to Brandon Beer as being the other be mighty person of the week as well um, and one last thing I want to mention that. Uh, it's actually my birthday coming up uh, on Monday, so I'll be another year older <laughs> by the time we record. That's, that's another podcast.
0: thing we we forgot. So we'll we'll take that one over right there. Happy yeah, right, birthday right. to Barry! You know what I mean? Because that's on Monday. Monday I, I feel appreciate weird having you say happy birthday to yourself. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> right, I know. We I kind of weird. <laughs>
1: we, right, right. We
0: dropped the ball on Mother's Day and then on Barry's birthday, man. Which is I don't know. Oh. We're all thinking about getting out of here. Um, right, but, right. You know, for, for real, sure. I'm happy, happy, happy birthday, man. Happy, I appreciate happy, that, right guys. There, appreciate Mary. it. Mary.
1: appreciate it. So, yeah. No, thank you, fellas. So, yeah, shout out to Rob Gronkowski and Brendan Bear on being uh, the be money Lifestyle people of the week this week. And that's definitely that be money Lifestyle. And for once sure, again, man. happy Mother's Day to all the beautiful uh, moms out there. You doing anything for, big sure, for your man. birthday? i <laughs> just going to say, actually, I might be going uh, on a trip this week to – some mm-hmm. to, to somewhere. I I might be going somewhere to live the money lifestyle and turn up and live my best life. So uh, yeah, just, uh, are you saying are you, you know, saying are you saying somewhere
2: that? are you saying somewhere because you don't wanna tell us where you're going? <laughs> uh possibly. <laughs> uh but
1: no, I mean,
0: there's people listening black,
1: okay? <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, that that's true. They are man. They are so but y'all gonna find out if y'all follow, you know, on social media on Facebook and I G. And um and, and on Snapchat and all that y'all 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 gonna know where I'm at and uh you know where B Money's gonna be celebrating his uh his birthday this week so y'all will find out soon where that location.
0: Yeah man, well Barry, thank you for that. Happy birthday, yeah, again, no man. Yeah, no problem. You appreciate know, it. Thank you guys. Show, the show wouldn't be what it is without you. Enjoy Thanks, I birthday. appreciate that, John. That um, means
1: a lot, man. I for sure. I, I, I'm definitely grateful and blessed to be a part of the show and that uh you know and to be able to do this with you guys for. Now sixty straight weeks. Sixty just, straight
0: weeks, man. Unreal, guys. So,
1: really made it to sixty episodes. So, whoa! I guess another we word, we've that?
0: made it through. We've made it through sixty through. episodes. 60 so, episodes. Now that we're know. done
1: with this one, right? Right. So, sure, as they say, we're on to episode sixty-one.
0: So, yeah 60 is in the book. Before we do that, you know, once again, happy birthday to the mothers out there. You know, no, happy Mother's Day. Mother's day. day. What did I say?
1: You had said happy birthday.
0: To happy all the Mother's Day! I'm getting it all messed up. <laughs> happy Mother's Day! <laughs> oh man! Um, to so all good. the mothers I got out you there, back, sure. I got you, bro. Right, and if you're a mother and it's your birthday today, Happy birthday too, because I'm sure that's being bypassed from Mother's. Happy birthday! Yes. Um, yes.
1: And as well as all the tourists is out there too If you're a tourist, it's tourist season uh, Shout out to uh, all of right, you guys Alright, right. we're,
0: we're not, we're not doing all tourist, that I'm a
1: tourist, so I just say love to my wait, fellow tourist wait, people Wait, listen, we're not doing all <laughs> that, alright <laughs> I might have I went a little bit too far with that But, <laughs> hey, I, you know, I, the, the tourists are, are the shit So, yeah, you know, yeah. we, we we gotta let people know what's up
0: Enjoy your month, y'all But yeah, um, we will, that's yeah, it. definitely for our episode, man. We'll catch you guys on the episode 61 like Barry said, man. Peace out.
1: Peace. Have a good week, everyone. See you next week. Happy Mother's Day.